podcast with your host, Corinna Stoffel. As a space for all things regarding the global collective transition we are in, we have conversations about transition, separation, and connection regarding oneself, others, and the earth. The aim is to educate, empower, and inspire. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I plan on continuing with the transition from last week. It brought up several things and I decided to look at what we consider from this life's perspective, the final transition, death. The conversation with Kinde brought up some memories of uh, my training and the school of at the School of Lost Borders in California. Uh, during the training, I had a rite of passage experience where I spent two nights tarped into a lava cave. And the intention is with that rite of passage to bring up all the fears that we have. And I actually discovered an incredible connection to the earth and peace within me. And I am to some extent wondering how far this incredible peace that I have been experiencing during rites of passage is actually in a strange sense of fear because the uh, this amount of peace is not considered normal in this reality and so indirectly how abnormal am I hmm? interesting thought but I also want to let people know that in case you are interested in something around death and dying, check out the School of Lost Borders and the link will be in the show notes because there are uh, uh, the, it's called the practice of living and dying and the great ball court are two events that they offer that actually deal with death and dying. What I'm realizing is, and also having been trained as a hospice volunteer, there is an incredible fear around death in our, at least West, let's say Western culture. And during the pandemic, I uh, tongue in cheek and also with some seriousness uh, started thinking of our healthcare system as not being a health care system, but a death prevention system. Because for me, healthcare 
would mean that I try to go at the, find the root of what is wrong with the person versus what we tend to do is, oh, you're dealing with that problem here, take that pill and go home and be healed. That's not health. That is preventing someone from dying from a disease or an illness or something. So what is going on here? You know, how much how much are we going through the motions of living? And there's all this excitement. And it almost often feels like manic. And is that truly living? which from my perspective can be very quiet, but there is an intensity of enjoying the beauty of being present with what is. And are we going through the emotions of living, yet we're only being alive? And for me, those are two different things. I can be alive, but not living. Living for me includes choices that uh, that show me that there is an enjoyment of what is going on around me, the environment that I'm in. And as I said, it can be quiet. It's being present. Living is being present with what is. Not hiding from it. Not pretending uh, that something is not so. Of being willing to stop and smell the roses. And have that enjoyment. And I'm wondering also if the fear of death is a result of our cultural taboo of talking about death. We put death into a closet as, uh, yes, it's there, but I don't want to know that it's there. I don't want to look at it. And uh how far is that actually creating fear of something that we don't know how to deal with it um there is also the fear that how often can we die peacefully at home Because of the fear of death, we get put into the hospital. You have to get better. And there's very few people that are actually willing to acknowledge, yeah, you you are in that space. And how far 
is the the sense of here I will be dying in isolation. There in a sterile environment, there is a lack of community around me. Uh, and I will be dying alone. And is the fear of death more about the fact of dying alone than death itself? And the strange thing is that we could have a sense of dying alone, even though we may be surrounded by people. But if the people are not witnessing me, let's say I'm dying, they are not witnessing me. They are not seeing where I am, what's going on for me, acknowledging that but struggling to pretend it's not the case, everything will be fine, you'll pull through, all those things. How far is there a fear of, of that kind of even isolation, not just the physical isolation? And how far is the flip side of that also true that as the person dying, I am aware of how difficult it is for others that are surrounding me to let go, to let go of me, to set me free, to uh, be at peace with the fact that I am dying. And so there is that felt need of take, having to take care of those people that have a difficult time with my death. So it's a complex and complicated system. From my sense, due to our separation from nature, we have lost a certain level of familiarity around death. And I am, in many ways, I know I'm a strange duck. As far as I can remember back, I had a totally different relationship with death. Death was nothing to be feared for me. And I made myself wrong for it because I interpreted, oh, uh, I'm okay with somebody dying, therefore I must not be caring about the person. I must not be caring about the person? Is that what the dying person is perceiving, that someone cannot let go of them? And I remember well for an instance with my grandmother, about sort of 40 years ago, somewhere around there, I visited her and she was in her mid-90s and she shared with me, you know, Corinna, 
life is no fun anymore. She's always said, even when I was a child, she had trouble hearing. She was wearing hearing aids. But at that point, she shared, you know, my vision is leaving. I cannot even read. And she was an avid reader and also a writer. And uh, so she said, you know, I've been through two world wars. I think it's time to let go. And yes, there was that one aspect of not having my grandmother physically around, my daughter not being able to really get to know her great-grandmother. And at the same time, I was okay with it. And a year later, uh, I got the news that my grandmother had had a heart attack and they found her and revived her. And within a week, she had another one and died. And I almost hollered out, well done, you know, because I knew she wanted to die. And is it instead of judging myself for not caring about her, did I care enough about her to allow her the freedom of that choice to not hold her back? What, you know, what is going on there? For me, yes, physically, she was no longer there. But that doesn't mean that I'm not connected to her. Uh, I remember when my parents died, uh, there were, yeah, six, six years, about, about six years in between. Uh, the one parent dying and then the other. I, I had experiences of them talking to me and me talking to them. Yeah, physically they were not there anymore, but that didn't mean they were gone. And I remember that uh, Albert Einstein said that energy can't be destroyed. So you as a person, you as a being or as a soul can't die then because you are an expression of energy. Yeah, your body can die. Your body is of, how shall I say, of natural elements that like a tree that falls in the forest will decay, your body will decay. But that doesn't mean you, the being, are gone. And how much are we doing ourselves a disservice 
by not being able to separate between the being and the body, but making it one and the same. My physical body is not who I am. That is just one momentary expression of me. But I am so much more than my physical body. And am I willing to acknowledge that? And how much is the resistance that we have towards death, creating the suffering? We resist death when we're ill. We resist death and then we suffer. Philosophizing, I guess, to some extent. But I'm also wondering how much our fear of death leads to fear of change. Because on some level, when I'm changing, there are little deaths. Today, I'm not the person that I was yesterday, that I was a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. Am I willing to acknowledge that change and therefore subscribe to living or I'm resisting that change because there are all those little deaths that are involved in it. So I'm going to stop here and I will put some information and links in the show notes. And as always, I really would appreciate if you let me know how this impacted you or what it brought up for you. Or even let me know if there is a specific subject you would like me to talk about. So take care until next week. Bye-bye.